You're listening to the audio ministries of First Baptist Church of Troy, Texas. You're invited to join us for live and in-person morning worship every Sunday morning at 1045 a.m. Visit fbctroytx.org for a list of our activity times and family-centered community ministries. Now here's today's message. Again, we've got so much to be thankful for. Um, you know, and we, we've been looking at things to be thankful for uh, as we approach Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, we've looked at being thankful for each other, and I hope that you have shared that with other people, that you're thankful they are in your life. God has put them there for a reason. He's allowed them to be there, and you need to say thank you. Last week we looked at being thank you, uh, saying thank you uh, to an all-powerful God, being thankful for Him. Uh, and we can be thankful for the power of His Word, for the power of His love, for the power of His salvation. Amen? I mean, I'm so glad for the power of His salvation. We can't lose it. It is so powerful. There's nothing we can do that can cause ourselves to lose it. And every day, we need to let God know how thankful we are that He's an all-powerful God, that we're thankful for Him. And so that kind of leads into this, uh, what we're going to look at today. I want uh, to take time to look at being thankful for, for prayer. Now, you may say, now, wait a minute. No, I mean, we're going to look at some things that, uh, as we go through this series, things maybe we haven't thought of, things that we take for granted. Because the Apostle Paul said this, don't worry about anything. How many of you ever worry about something? Right? Yeah. Paul says, don't worry. But in everything, through what? Prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I think prayer is something we take for granted too many times. We just take it for granted, and then we barely utilize it. You might say, well, no, now let me ask you this. How, many, how often have you prayed today? How long did you pray today? How about this last week? It is something we can be thankful for, but yet we so often take for granted and we don't utilize. And, and I want you to think for a minute. How would your life be if you could not pray to God? How would your life be? I mean, think about it. If we could not pray to God, our destination would be that of an eternity in hell. Literally, folks. You might say, well, no, how, how is that? I mean, how could that be? Well, how did you tell God you were sorry for your sins and you wanted Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior? Prayer. Right? that you're turning your life over to Him. You prayed. So it's something that we need to be thankful for, uh, and immensely thankful for, and we should never take it for granted. So we're going to be looking at this, being thankful for prayer. And the first thing I want us to look at, only two points today. This is not a pointless sermon, but I've only got two. Uh, but first thing we're going to look at is, be thankful God wants to hear from you. Now think about that. Be thankful God wants to hear from you. Think about it. The God of the universe, the creator of all, the one who keeps us all earth spinning, wants to hear from you. Wow. Now what is prayer? Well, first it's simply talking to God. I had somebody tell me one time, well, I don't know how to pray. I said, do you know how to talk? They said, yes, I know how to talk. I said, that's all prayer is. 
It's talking to God. It's you talking to God like you would another person, just talking, sharing your heart, discussing things with them. It's you communicating with God. And God loves it when we pray to Him. God wants to constantly, now get this folks, God wants to constantly hear from us. Now I know some of y'all would go, boy preacher, I'm glad I don't have to constantly listen to you. But God says, I want to constantly hear from you. Folks, that's scriptural. Because the Apostle Paul said this, pray what? Constantly. Pray constantly. God wants us to talk to Him. God wants us to communicate with Him. God wants us to tell Him all about our troubles, right? In fact, He says this, He says, Call on Me in a day of trouble, and I will rescue you, and you will honor Me. So God wants us, when we have troubles, He wants us to bring them to Him. The big troubles, the little troubles, the in-between troubles. God says, bring me your troubles. I talked to somebody the other day. Hadn't been all that long ago. And uh, they were talking about a trouble. Now, you might say this is a trivial thing. This is not a trouble. How, you know, and this. But they said they went up to one of the uh, soft drink machines there uh, outside of Walmart. And they put in the last 50 cents or whatever it was that they had in their pocket to get a soft drink, push the button, nothing happened. So they did what I would have done. You bang on it a little bit. Nothing happened. And they go, and they say, I don't know why. But I just happened to say, Lord, that was my last 50 cents, and I really wanted a soft drink. I wish you could do something about it. They said, I kid you not, about that time. Little troubles, big troubles. God wants to hear from us, okay? He also wants us to talk to us about the burdens we have in our life. Cast your burden on the Lord and He will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. How do we cast our burdens on the Lord? By praying to Him. By giving them to Him in prayer. He wants us to talk to Him about our daily needs. Those needs in our lives. Remember what, how Jesus said that, that we're to pray in, in the model prayer He gives us? Give us today our Daily bread. The idea is I'm not praying about tomorrow or the next day. Or the next, just what I need today. Give me my needs today, Lord. And so we can go to Him and pray to Him about the needs we have today. God wants us to talk to Him about our daily needs. Whenever, whenever trouble comes upon you, whenever burdens are on your heart, Whatever need you have, you can bring it to the Lord. He wants you to. He desires for you to. But you need, let me encourage you to come to Him, though, first, and not as an afterthought. 
So many times, isn't it we, when we finally come to the Lord in prayer, you know, we, things are happening in our lives and we can't get a grasp on it and things are falling apart and it's just everything's going wrong and finally, well, it's come to this. i got to come to God. We do that, folks. Instead of right at the first when things start going awry, we come to God then. That's when we need to be. We need to come to Him first, not as an afterthought. And as, I, as you come to Him then you're giving Him that trouble. You're giving Him that burden. You're giving Him that need. And you know what? You don't have to come to Him timidly either. Many times when we come, when we need help, I don't know about you, but if I need help from folks, I, I'm kind of reluctant to do that. You can ask Kathy. I'll drive around forever before I stop and ask for help. You know, how do you get to such and such? There's just something about that. That's, that, that's just a, a man doesn't do that. Kathy says a human being does, you know, I just, you just drive around, drive, I'm just reluctant and, uh, to do that. You know what I'm saying, a lot of time we need help, you just don't want to do that. We're reluctant to ask for help, we're timid about it. But we don't have to be with God, because God says this, Therefore let us approach the throne of grace with what? Boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us at the proper time. We can come boldly before the Lord. We don't have to be timid about it. We don't have to be bashful about it. God wants to hear from us. And you can always rest assured that God wants to hear all about your troubles, all about your burdens, all about your needs. All about your needs. And, 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 it's, just, and it's not that He doesn't know about them. Yes, He knows about them. But what it shows is that you have faith in Him to help you. That's why you're coming to Him, saying, Lord, I can't do this on my own. i got to have you to do it. You're saying, God, I need you. So we need to come to Him boldly, giving Him the troubles. And here's it. So many times people say, but God, I prayed and God didn't answer my prayer. I've heard so many people say, God did not answer my prayer. I want to tell you something. God answers every prayer, and I literally mean every prayer. God answers them. He, but yet people say, well, He didn't answer my prayer because He didn't give me what I asked for. He didn't do this in the way that, that I wanted it done. He didn't solve my situation as, as I needed Him to solve it. He did. First of all, God is not a cosmic genie that you just rub the prayer lamp and uh, he poof, there's your answer, right? God is not a genie that grants your wishes. No is as good an answer as yes. Parents, you know that. Your kids come to you. Oh, I remember Rhonda's not here. Kathy's up there running the machine. But I remember Ron, you know, you know no. Uh, what don't you understand about no? It's an answer. Right? You've told your kids that. God's the same way. No. Why, do a parent, why does a parent tell a child no? It's because whatever the child's asking for isn't going to be the best for the child. Or you know something else is coming that's going to be better. You don't want them settling for second best. No's as good answer as yes, and so is wait a while. It's an answer. So many times we want things that in the end 
would be bad for us or be bad for others if God answered them the way we wanted Him to answer. In fact, in, in uh, uh, James it says, you ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your evil desires. Most of the time when we pray, we're asking because of us what we want on things and selfish motives. And, 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 and James is saying, that's not how you get things. And that's why you aren't getting them. It's because it would not be good for you. If God says no or if God says wait, it's because He knows what's best. We may not understand His answer, but we just need to trust Him. And again, this is why we need to thank God that we can talk to Him because He always has our best interest at heart. We can trust Him in that. He also wants us to acknowledge the blessings that He has given us. In Psalm 107, let them give thanks to the Lord for His faithful love and His wonderful works for all humanity. That's why we're having a time of thanksgiving before the service, giving thanks to acknowledge to God and to others, God, this is what God did for me. God, I saw this. God, I thank You for this. And trust me, God is always ready to hear our thank you. I thank you for the blessings that, that we have in life because all the blessings that we have in life are from Him. And in telling Him thank you, we're acknowledging from whom they came. In telling Him thank you, we're expressing our gratitude for both the blessings and for Him. Folks, there's never not a time that God says He doesn't want to hear from you. God is always, and I mean always, waiting to hear from you. That's the desire that He has. And think about this. God gives you the freedom to come to Him in prayer anytime, day or night. I tried calling the business the other day, and guess what? They were closed. They didn't want to hear from me. I needed to talk to them. I wanted to talk to them. I couldn't talk to them. But they were closed. Guess what? God is never closed. He's always open. He's always ready to hear from you. Why? Because He loves you. He loves you. Yet how often do we, how often do we take advantage of the fact that the Creator of the universe wants to hear from us. And how often do we just leave Him waiting to hear from us? Folks, whether you talk to Him continually as we are told we should, or you just talk to Him a little, you need to give thanks that God wants to hear from you. He wants to hear from you. The second thing is we can be thankful that God wants to speak to you. God wants to speak to you. Can you imagine if Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, or, or Garth Brooks, the big country singer, wanted, called you up and wanted to talk to you? Can you imagine that? Most of you, if not all of you, would break your neck, probably myself included, trying to get to the phone and trying to get to a place where I could hear what was being said, right? And even if you aren't a Cowboy fan or a Garth Brooks fan, uh, you still won't answer the phone because of who it was that was calling you. 
And, and be honest, you would let people know. <laughs> Jerry Jones called me. Garth Brooks called me. He wanted to know what to sing on that next album of his. I told him, twinkle, twinkle, little star, you know. I mean, we would be bragging to everybody in the world, look who wants to talk to me. Well, folks, there's someone a whole lot greater than Jerry Jones or Garth Brooks who wants to talk to you. The Creator does. The Creator of all things desires to speak to you. And because prayer is more than us talking to God, prayer is also God talking to us. Prayer is to be a conversation with God. If it's just one person talking, that's called a lecture. Two people talking is a conversation, right? And what a privilege it is that the God of the universe wants to communicate to you and to me. He may not communicate to you now in an audible voice because I have people say, well, how does God talk? Does He talk in an audible voice? Well, yes or no. I mean, you know, He chooses how He does. It may not be an audible voice, but God is communicating with us all the time. There is never a time when God is not trying to communicate with us. And He communicates with us in different ways. first way He communicates with us is through His creation. Through His creation. Psalm 19, 1-4 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky proclaims the work of His hands. Day after day they pour out speech. Night after night they communicate knowledge. There is no speech. There is no words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their message has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. And them... In Romans 1.20, for ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see His invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, so they have no excuse for not knowing God. God communicates through His creation. He communicates His love. He communicates, I am here. He is communicating through us. And for me, when I see a sunrise, when I see a sunset, when I see trees, when I see the flowers, when I see, uh, when you're driving through the country and you see a, 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 a doe with her fawns, you see nature, I see God's handiwork. And it's as if God is saying to me, I'm here. I'm with you wherever you go. God communicates. Some of you that, uh, I know deer season is coming up, and some of you are going to go out there and go do a little deer hunting. But I've heard so many hunters going out going, wow, just seeing God's handiwork all around. Seeing that sunrise. Just watching the flowers. Watching all of that. Just seeing what God has done. That's God communicating to you. He also communicates to us through circumstances. Through circumstances. Remember the story of Joseph in the Old Testament? His brothers took him, threw him in a pit, plotted his death, and then uh, a caravan was going by. They said, I got a better idea. Let's sell the guy. We'll make some money off of him. And so they sell him. And, and through all the circumstances that Joseph went through, he stayed faithful to God and eventually through the circumstances became the second in command in Egypt. 
And you remember what, when his brothers came, there was a famine in the land, and the brothers came to Egypt to buy food. They thought Joseph was dead. They did not know he was still alive, but he recognized them. They didn't recognize him till at the end, and then they all kind of recognized one another, and they were afraid that Joseph was going to have them, you know, heads cut off. Remember what Joseph said? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. God communicating through circumstances. Moving Joseph to where Joseph needed to be through circumstances. Folks, even when, when things are not going as, as planned in life and all seems to be going wrong, we can trust that God will use those circumstances to make us better. We can trust God in that. When life deals us circumstances that we don't understand, we can choose to allow God to speak to us and to move us through our circumstances to become better, or we can allow those circumstances to make us bitter. One or the other. And God can, can cause certain circumstances to take place in our life in order to communicate with us. Now, you know, we can't choose what happens to us, but we can choose what happens in us when these circumstances happen. And so we need to take time to pray over our circumstances and to ask God, God, what is it, the lesson that you are trying to teach me? Because when circumstances come your way, it's God saying, I'm trying to do something in your life. I'm trying to do something in the lives of others, whatever it may be. And I need you to go through these to help me in this. It may be that he's trying to tell you that you're on the wrong path in life, that where you're heading in life is going to destroy your life. And so these circumstances are coming along in order to move you to a right path in life. Or it may be he's communicating to you by moving your life in a new direction so that he can accomplish great and mighty things through you as he did with Joseph. But when circumstances come your way, it's God, God either causing them or allowing them. And there's a reason and we need to go, why? What do I need to learn? And we need to allow God to walk with us through those circumstances as He communicates to us new paths or new things in our lives or what we need to do or how we need to change. God also communicates through His Word. This is probably one of the biggest ways, folks, to be honest with you, 2 Timothy says, All Scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped in every good work. Uh, and then in Psalm 119, it says, Your commandments give me understanding. No wonder I hate every false way in life. God loves talking to us through His written Word. Through His Word, He wants to keep us on the right paths in life. I mean, think about it. This book right here that we call the Bible is filled with actual words from God's mouth from beginning to end of this book written down by people who heard His voice so that we, through reading this book, might hear His voice also. People will say, well, I need to know God's will in my life. I go, have you been in the Bible? No. Well, get in it. This is God's Word. This is God speaking. Get in it. Find out what He wants. It's not just good enough to know about it, folks. We need to know it. 
We need to know it. Get in His Word. I mean, hear from God through His Word. Chris, the other day, was going through some, uh, this last week, was looking at something in Scripture, and he said, hey, did you know? I went, no. Guess what? We're always learning ourselves. God's Word all of a sudden opens itself up, and we go, whoa. We just learned something new. You can't outlearn this book. This book, the more you learn, the more you don't know about it. It's like peeling the, it off on you. It just keeps peeling and peeling. You just more and more and more. This is God's Word. This is how He communicates so many times with us. and You need to, you need to get in His Word so He can speak to you. And then, and then lastly, through His Holy Spirit. Through His Holy Spirit. John, Jesus says this in John. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive Him because it doesn't see Him or know Him. But you do know Him because He remains with you and will be in you. And then, John 16, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own, but will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever He receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever He receives from me. When you become a believer, the Holy Spirit comes to live within you. You become a temple of God. You become a temple of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not only God's guarantee of salvation, but, it, but He is also one of the ways that God communicates with you. God the Father speaks to His Holy Spirit within you who then speaks to your spirit to lead and direct your paths in life, to help you interpret the Word, His Word that you read, and even to convict you of wrong that you have in your life. That's all from the Holy Spirit who lives within you. And on those occasions, folks, here's something that's so exciting to me. On those occasions when you don't know how to pray to God over a matter, the Holy Spirit is praying for you. He is speaking for you. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how we should pray, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. I love the way the message uh, paraphrase puts this. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He, meaning the Holy Spirit, does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs and our aching groans. You ever been, oh, Lord, I don't, I don't know what to ask for. I'm there. Guess what? The Holy Spirit's got your back. He's praying. He's lifting up what needs to be. He is praying for what, what should be happening. On those occasions you don't know how to pray, He is praying for you. And the Holy Spirit is who? He's God, right? The Holy Spirit is God. He's, he's, he's a person of the Trinity. And think about it then. The Holy Spirit being God, God Himself speaks to Himself on your behalf when you don't know how to pray. You can't get better than that, folks. You can't. So God communicates with us through His creation, through circumstances, through His Word, and through the Holy Spirit. And the takeaway of all of this is this, folks. God is serious about wanting to communicate with you. God is serious about it. 
There's never a time when God does not want to communicate with you. Never. Prayer is is something that is so readily available to us, and yet something we do so little of. Maybe the only time you do it is around your breakfast table or lunch table or dinner table when you thank God for your food. But that's it. That's a passing thing. Folks, I'm going to tell you, you've heard me say this before, and I'll keep saying it until the day I die, but when you get in the car and you get on I-35, you better be covering yourself with prayer. You need to be praying. Yet, we take it for granted. But you know something? God doesn't take it for granted. He doesn't. God longs to have an ongoing conversation with us. Again, He says that right in His Word. Pray what? Constantly. Don't pray just when you need me. Don't pray just when you think you need me. Don't pray just over your food. Pray constantly. God wants to have a constant conversation going on with you. I mean, remember, again, He wants to because He he loves you. Remember when... uh, you first met your spouse or you first met that boyfriend girlfriend maybe the boyfriend girlfriend you have now you couldn't wait to talk to them you were always on the phone with them i mean it's just you know your parents were going get off the phone i need the phone right now this is back in the day when there were one phone that was it and it was tied to the wall and so you know everybody needed it And, and you know it's like man But you won't talk, and all the time, even if they didn't say anything and all they were doing was breathing, (sighs) you just wanted to hear from them, right? It's all you wanted to do. You couldn't wait to be with them. You couldn't wait to talk with them. Why? Because they had that special place in your heart. Folks, the same is true with God. You have a special place in His heart, and He wants to hear from you. Because when you pray to Him, when you talk to Him, and He talks to you, there is a uniting of the heart and the Spirit. And the more you pray to Him, and the more you listen for Him to speak, the more you will know His will in your life. We could, we could have had a God who couldn't have cared less if we talked to Him. We could have had a God who never wanted to talk to us. But we don't. We have a God who loves us so much that He wants to constantly hear from us and desires for us to love Him so much that we constantly want to hear from Him. So let's never take prayer for granted. Again, think what your life would be like if there was no way for you to talk to God or for Him to talk to you. The famous English pastor of the late 1800s, early 1900s, F.B. Meyer, said this, The greatest tragedy in life is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. Unoffered prayer. So be thankful. God wants to hear from you. Be thankful that God wants to speak to you. Be thankful for prayer. And pray. Let me ask you to bow your heads. This morning, you may not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I will tell you a prayer you need to pray. 
You need to pray it. And I promise you, God will hear this prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart. I'm asking you to be my Savior. From this day forward, I'm living for you. From this day forward, I'm trusting you in my eternity. Now, there's no magic in the words, and I say that every time because I just want to make sure people understand. You have to mean it. A prayer something like that. If you pray that, I promise you God hears that prayer. And the Scripture says, for everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. God hears that prayer. And you are forgiven of your sins. And the Holy Spirit has come to live within you, to speak to you, and to help you to live the Christian life. Today, if you pray that prayer, we invite you during invitation time. Just step out into the aisle and come forward. and Just take me by the hand and say, Preacher, I prayed that prayer. We want to celebrate with you this new life. You're now part of the family of God. Maybe you're here today, dear Christian friend, and you realize, man, you've been really taking prayer for granted. In fact, you really don't pray anymore. Maybe you need to come at this altar, just kneel down before it and pray, asking for God's forgiveness and then recommitting your life to Him to speaking to Him, to listening to Him. Maybe you're here today and you need a church home and this is where the Lord's laid upon your heart. We'd invite you to come during this time also of invitation. This is God's invitation to you to do what He has put upon your heart. Father God, thank You for Your Word. Lord, thank You for prayer. Because right now, Father, we are utilizing that. And Lord, right now, not only are we speaking to You, but Lord, I have the assurance that You are hearing and you are listening. And Father, I thank you for that. So Lord, I lift up anyone here who needs to accept Christ, that today they would do so. Lord, I pray for those who need to recommit their lives. And Lord, maybe fall back in love with you again and want to, want to just speak to you constantly and hear from you constantly, Lord. The, Lord, I pray for folks that need to do that. Lord, for other decisions that need to be made. Father, for your glory, may they step out and do as you've called them to do. For it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. We'd like to personally thank you for taking the time out of your day to hear our latest message. Do us a favor and send an email to outreach at fbctroytx.org to let us know that you heard us and what you thought of the message. Remember to visit fbctroytx.org to learn more about how we support our local community. Again, thank you for listening.